Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting all about Ayurvedic approach to pregnancy. So I am going to deep dive into, um, or maybe not super deep dive, but I'm going to dive into pregnancy notes. Um, and they're going to be Ayurvedic as well as a little bit of my fitness background and kind of what I start to incorporate month by month. So if you are not currently pregnant um, and not planning on being, this might not be the most entertaining episode for you. Um, but if you are currently pregnant or know someone who is pregnant, um, this would be the episode to share. And I'm going to go kind of month by month on what we recommend through Ayurveda and as well as kind of how I start adjusting workouts um, during the pregnancy as well. So let's dive into this. Let's start with month one. And so, you know, month one is those first four weeks. Typically, we don't even know that we are pregnant or we maybe if you might have a hint, but you're not for sure. Um, so the diet is going to be similar to, um, we call it like a sweet, cool and water foods, plant-based. Um, you're having some rich think like ghee. So in Ayurveda, ghee is really um, common and that's kind of nourishing. So I like to put ghee in um, rice or in quinoa to kind of help give it a little bit more grounding components. And so that's one of the reasons that I take ghee and especially during this time to help um, think of it kind of like you're, as you're buttering your toast um, or bread, you're kind of doing that to your internal organs. You're putting that nice soft finish on those organs to help set you up for um, a, a pregnancy. So that's kind of where I, the, where I look at ghee. Um, I would also look at lifestyle. So if you don't currently have a workout program, start trying to incorporate something, whether it be walking, gentle stretching, um, maybe some yoga, strength training, and then stress reducing practices. So if you don't have something in your life that is going to help you reduce your stress, this would be a time to kind of look into that as well. So for workouts, I don't recommend anything that's really um, a big difference from what you already have. So typically it is proceed as, as normal. Um, that first month, usually you don't feel too sick or nauseous. Cause again, usually those first four weeks, you're not quite sure um, if you're pregnant or not. So proceeding like normal is totally what I would recommend those first four weeks. So let's dive into now weeks five through eight or month two. Uh, this is the time where you might start not feeling the greatest and energy might be low and, um, you know, trying to move the best that you can. So this is the time where if you don't feel great and you are super nauseous and sick a lot, um, any movement is great. If all you can do is get off the couch and just take a walk every day for 30 minutes, awesome. You know, if you are feeling up to it, your regular workouts are fine as well. So you can proceed to do your regular workout routines, um, hit classes, all of that is still you know, just fine in those first, um, those first eight weeks. So proceed with that as normal. Um, as far as foods start having a little bit more, um, folate and iron and B12 in your food. So foods that are rich in that, um, protein rich foods. So making sure that you're getting enough with your, um, either if you are a meat eater, making sure you have enough protein that is, um, you know, rich in iron, because sometimes iron can get low during pregnancy, as well as beans. So beans are a great, um, source for adding some more protein as well. Um, let me see anything else that I want to share with you in those first four, though, though, this would be a great time to journal actually. So if you have some fears or, 
um, you know, this is the time to kind of start writing down some of those and maybe just ripping them up and just burning them. If it's nice outside, burning them outside. Um, and just trying to just get all of the fears that might be down on paper. And then, you know, maybe even just talking to someone about them. So if you, if you do have a trainer, I know I have many clients who will just share kind of hair, here's what coming up for me and talking to another mom. So, um, that also I found is to be super helpful is just sharing some of these fears with another mom because they've been there, they've been through it. They totally understand and they can really, um, especially if you haven't been feeling well, they're like, yes, I've been there. Um, I get it. So that's kind of nice just to kind of have that. Um, another one is, I, it's called Shatili breath. And so curl your tongue if you can, and then you'd breathe out through your tongue. So that's a cooling breath because sometimes we can get, um, overheated. And so just having that nice, like I can do it right now. You're not gonna be able to see me, but you can maybe hear the breath. So you might've heard that, that is that cooling breath. And that, um, helps relieve the body of maybe some excess heat. Now months three or weeks nine through 13, looking at your diet, basically continue on like you did for month two. So making sure we're getting enough of the iron and the folate B12, the protein rich food and Ayurveda, they still recommend that milk and maybe adding some ghee to the milk, um, a milk of your choice, whatever milk that might be. And then looking at your mineral rich alkaline diet. And so the alkaline diet I shared, I think in, if you want to go back to the last solo episode I did for the preconception, I shared some foods that would be um, alkaline rich, or even just Googling right now, alkaline rich diet. This would be a great time in month three to start incorporating some of those foods as well for the mother and the child's bone health. Now, as far as workouts, I am pretty much proceed as normal weeks nine through 13. Usually you still, you're feeling, if you feel, um, you know, morning sickness still, that still might be going on right now. So doing what you can, but continuing with your regular program, um, is advised. And then as far as a mindfulness practice, um, inhaling through your nose and exhaling out your mouth and just taking 12 deep breaths. And that can be a great way to kind of recenter during your day. If you're feeling a little off or a little anxious, um, that would be what I would recommend. Now, moving on to month four or weeks 14 through 17, um, your, your weight starts to shift. This is where 60% of weight gain um, happens is on in this trimester, so the second trimester. So you start to feel um, potentially a little bit different, this one, but usually the best. So second trimester is usually when you feel um, really good and you really start to potentially notice um, a significant bump. Um, developing. And so this is workout land where we start to kind of alter some workouts. So this is not going to be great to lay down on your stomach most likely anymore. Um, but I do start to emphasize glutes and back body exercises. So a lot more of the glutes, and this is for everyone because usually the glutes tend to deflate and tend to take a really hard hit during the postpartum time period because we are sitting a lot. Um, you know, whether you breastfeed or not, you're still going to be sitting and feeding the baby. And so that takes, um, not a lot of strength in terms of using the lower body. And so training up those glutes and then your back body, meaning a lot more rows versus chest press. Cause we don't want to round ourselves forward because the more that we do, um, again, you're going to be rounded feeding the baby, um, after they arrive. And so what tends to happen is the chest gets really tight and the back muscles get really stretched. So we want to make sure that we strengthen those back muscles to keep those shoulders pulled down and back. Um, walking is great. So if you can get out and get a walk in again, usually this trimester, you start to feel, this is not for everyone, but if you do feel really good, um, adding in an extra walk just to get outside, if it's nice out, um, that would also be advised. And then as far as the diet, this is 
you're looking at everything that we talked about before, but you really want to increase fiber intake. And then looking at your, you can add in your fruit, iron rich food, essential fatty acids are important. So the seafood, nuts, and seeds, that is a great thing to add into your diet if it's not already. So now moving on to month five or weeks 18 through 21. Um, this one, we are really going to be doing again, milk with ghee, increase taking of fruits. Cause again, that's really great for the fiber if they are digesting well. And in Ayurveda, they recommend fruit as a standalone snack and not necessarily with a meal. So just if you are having digestion issues, um, try to split up your fruit and just have it as a snack at like two or three. Vegetables should be the mainstay of the diet in month five. So really trying to have a heaping pile of vegetables. And sometimes when you're pregnant, that sounds horrid. So if you are like, there is no way I'm eating that, um, just do the best you can to add in some veggies. Because I know for me, it was super challenging. I really had a strong aversion to vegetables and I usually love them. And so it was really hard for me because I have a lot of quick meals that I could make with veggies and I did not want to touch those um, during when I was pregnant with my son. So um, maybe if you can, like I really crave mac and cheese. And so I would try to mix in some broccoli into the mac and cheese and just try to sneak it into everything I could, even though I knew it was there, but at least I'm like, okay, let's just try to eat it with something that I can stomach right now. So um, that is, I feel you if you are like, no way, but just doing the best that you can. Um, another one, prenatal yoga. This would be a great time to start in um, month five. And then legs elevated or legs up the wall. That helps increase the flow of the limp back to the heart. So that's one that I did start doing in yoga probably around this time. And um, putting a blanket, a rolled up blanket underneath that low back also helps. And I wouldn't stay here for you know longer than 10 minutes. Um, so like think a couple minutes if you're first starting because what's going to happen is your legs will probably get tingly if you're not used to it. And even if you just Google legs up the wall and how to do it, um, you'll see a little bit more uh, description and even maybe a video talking you through how to do it. Uh, sleeping, laying on the side. So that's also recommended around month five. And then a daily abhinyanga, which is um, basically a massage, a self-massage. So having either sesame, almond, or ghee, a little bit of that and massaging your legs. Because again, this helps with your lymph and you can do your legs, um, you can do your arms and that helps move the lymph through the body, which can get stagnant. And that's um, like for me, I have a varicose vein on my left leg that probably started developing during pregnancy um, with my son and it, well, it was already developed before, but it really, really got, um, I think stagnant, a lot of stagnation on that left side because that was the side I slept on. So I would really, um, looking back, I really would have recommended to myself to do more legs up the wall and to dry brush and do this abhinyanga. And I did not practice abhinyanga, um, during that pregnancy. And I definitely would have, um, suggested it to myself. So that also can help if someone's been struggling, if you have some varicose veins that are a little painful, just doing that, um, or even doing a little bit of dry brush will help. And then maintaining daily activity. So for workouts, we're pretty much proceed like we did for month four. Um, I personally around here, probably around um, month four, even sometimes Mike month five or six, if you've been jumping or doing some, um, you know, really heavy, hardcore workouts, it can start to get uncomfortable. So for everyone, it's going to be a little bit different of what time they feel it. But usually between months five and six, we start to feel just a little bit off because sometimes the belly um, starts to throw our weight forward. And so it really can throw our hips off. And if we're losing our balance, that is not a good thing. So um, if you are currently jumping and it does not feel the good in your body, that's your cue to kind of stop and pause and then um, look at coming back to it 
postpartum. And the same with running. If running does not feel good in your body around month five and six, again, which can be super common. I know it was for me. I stopped. Like I just, I it was something I'd come back to and um, it just didn't feel great. I always had to go to the bathroom, pressing down my bladder and it hurt my um, IT band at my knee. So I just said no. So don't feel like you have to power through anything during pregnancy for workouts because now is not the time. You know, now is the time where we really are trying to train up those muscles um, to help us hopefully have a better postpartum recovery. That's always the goal. Um, I think for most people when they do it now, again, depending on who you talk to, that's not always what happens. So you're just kind of doing the best that you can and staying active. So now we're, you know, moving on to month six, which is weeks 22 through 26. Um, Braxton Hicks can happen at this point. Um, this is again, where the varicose veins and the hemorrhoids can start to appear. So making sure that we're moving. So we don't have that stagnation in the body. Um, as far as what we're eating, the milk and ghee really helps almonds, walnuts, honey, all of those can bring in some sweetness and then maintaining that protein, that high quality protein. And then the carbohydrates, you know, looking at whole grains, root vegetables, and fruit, you know, you can be, you might start to feel really hungry, healthy fats, such as needs, needs, such as nuts and seeds or needs, if you put those together and then fatty fruits. So think like avocados and olives are really good. And then same thing, keeping with the elevation of the feet. So if you don't want to do legs up the wall, maybe elevating your feet at the end of the night, because that will help with that blood flow. Cause we have a lot of pressure going down on our feet, especially if you stand a lot through your day. Um, you know, we are, again, this is the trimester where we're gaining most of our weight and it really starts to come down into those feet. And I've had many people and myself included who had a mostly standing job. It does take a lot, a toll on your joints. So make sure that you're resting, um, as much as you can at the end of your night and get your feet up. Um, daily exercise still is great. So it, you know, whether it be walks, whether it be yoga, um, strength training two to three times a week still. And again, I would look for a trainer who has, um, knowledge in pregnancy training and postpartum time period as well. And then looking at the Abhinyanga. So and continuing that massaging, and I would say meditation is great. So maybe just slowing down and connecting with baby. Cause now you really start to feel, okay, I'm really starting to feel connected. I'm really starting to feel pregnant. Um, and making sure you're around uplifting pregnancy stories. Cause what can happen is people start to share things that are not, that are not helpful. And you're like, I do not want to hear this right now. This is something that is not something that's going to help me uh, be in a good mood. And so make sure you're around the people who are really uplifting you and, um, you know, sharing the positives and not just the negatives around things. And then finally, the last thing for month six is make sure you're conserving your energy because things are just going to start to get a little bit more um, stagnant and you're going to slow down a little bit. And so having that energy, really, you really need that for birth and um, you know, conserving as much as you can. So that's why I think it's important to sit down and rest at the end of the night, especially again, if you're standing. So we are on to month seven. So month seven is weeks 27 through weeks 30. Um, now we might have some swelling in our hands and our feet and our center of gravity really is quite noticeable right now. And then sleeping can be starting to get difficult as well. So just kind of noticing those are all, um, in quotations, normal things that can happen right now. You're, you might have to pee a lot more. You might have some heartburn, um, you know, depending on where baby's sitting. So being conscious of all of that now. As far as your food, you're going to limit the intake of fats, salt, and water. So now we're kind of cutting back on some of those as we're getting closer um, to baby arriving. 
Um, you want to increase the lemons and the raw vegetables and greens. And then again, that milk and ghee is great and heated milk if possible. That's also um, really yummy in the winter time. And again, you can use almond milk, soy milk, cow's milk, whatever milk that you want. And then maybe smaller meals, because that can help with if anyone's feeling the heartburn or just kind of feeling that ugh, up in the chest, um, smaller meals will help so you can um, process them because our little, our intestines are getting cramped and crowded. So um, those smaller meals make it a little bit easier to digest. Um, and as far as the as far as workouts, workouts are pretty much proceeding as normal. Again, I'm really emphasizing that back body still, the glutes. Probably I'm not having you do a ton on your back, um, laying on your back. If I am, I might be elevating you. And it is safe to lay on your back and do like, say, if you want to do a chest press. Um, again, I'm not recommending chest press during pregnancy just because that does round and round your shoulders. And we don't need any more rounding um, during this time because what tends to happen is our breasts get larger. And so we're already starting to round. But if you do want to do a chest press, um, laying on your back on the bench, on a flat bench, it is totally fine because um, you're not going to be laying there for an extended period of time. Now, I would recommend maybe just putting it to an incline um, anyway because it's easier to get off of the bench um, at an incline versus a flat bench anyway. Um, it is okay to do a bath, but a low temperature. So you want a lower temperature, which I guess most people, myself included, I'm not sure if I want to take like a a uh, room temperature, a colder bath. It doesn't sound that inviting, but if you're kind of, if your joints are kind of achy, that might feel nice. So um, just know that that would be recommended. You don't want to take a really hot bath. That is um, not recommended because that's going to really heat up um, the baby. So that not is not, that is not recommended. Um, Self-massage and including your breast. And so I will be doing a breast massage solo episode and um, all about breast health. So I'm going to give some directions on how to do that. But if your breast, they might not be as tender right now in month seven. So doing a little massage to help again, move that lymph and, um, you know, just, it's just kind of nice on the body because they probably haven't had a ton of attention, um, during pregnancy. All right. So month eight, we are weeks 31 to 35. So ligaments and tendons tend to get loose and mama might be experiencing hip and back pain. So that can start to come. Um, you can start getting some sciatica issues, some numbness and some tingling. Um, so just kind of noticing how that's feeling and um, if we need to address that. So again, I'm not going to give some example or um, examples of exercises to do, but if you are experiencing that and you are training, there are some modifications I would recommend, um, but definitely seek out a trainer um, to help you with those. If you are lifting and you have some sciatic issues, there are certain moves I would avoid as well as some um, tendon pressure. So that would also be something to kind of look into. Um, as far as what you're eating, continue with the limit to the use of fats. Um, milk and ghee taken with porridge is now recommended for breakfast. So a porridge can be basically oatmeal. It can be quinoa, um, just kind of a nice little nourishing dish, something warm. Again, the small and frequent meals and then high nutrient value. So looking at how much nutrients can you get into this meal to help um, hopefully uh, replenish all of the datus and the datos are the seven, um, you know, blood, they're like the blood, the plasma, they are the bone, they're the muscle in your body. So that is something that we want to keep high. And then fruits limited due to their light nature. Now, right now, that's not great because it aggravates vata. 
And so if we aggravate vata, vata dosha um, really happens um, during that postpartum time period. And so we want to make sure that we are trying to remain grounded, especially the last couple months to stay connected with, um, connected with ourselves. Um, as far as workouts, I, again, I'm proceeding as normal. I am really taking intensity. I'm starting to at least, um, you know, halfway through month eight, taking it down a lot because what can happen is, you know, obviously babies can come early and I do not want to be doing a hardcore workout and then have to deliver a baby even that same day or the next day, like I, or even in the next week, I want to have something a little bit calmer and start taking the workout intensity down. Um, just so you're not overly tired in case baby decides to come a little bit early. Uh, meditation is recommended. So again, trying to connect with yourself and prep for birth, uh, consideration of a birthing plan, which I'm going to have, um, a future episode with, uh, with Elizabeth who dives deep into this. So I'm just going to say that and she'll really take you into a birthing plan. Um, but that's also what I would recommend during month eight because month nine, we are, um, we are on the tail end of pregnancy. And so that's weeks 36 to 40. And, um, we might not be feeling the best <laughs> that last month. We can get a lot of back aches and, um, sciatic pressure. We can just feel exhausted. We are probably not sleeping the best. Um, bladder pressure may increase. Mood swings are common. Um, all of that can just happen. So, you know, you're really, as far as food, you're trying to have, um, soups. Um, uh, you're having the porridge again, the quinoa dishes, anything like that to kind of, um, that's grounding that's nourishing that you can get a lot of nutrients from in a small, easy to digest meal. Um, simple foods, reduce fats, salts, and excess water. Cause we might be retaining water right now. And then exercise again, something light prenatal yoga is still great. Um, getting outside, walking around, uh, even if it's just for 10 minutes, just to kind of keep things flowing as again, as far as workouts, I'm still doing back body and I'm really going pretty basic really light, um, workouts. I'm still training and I am still getting into the gym two to three times and it just might be, maybe it's just body weight by the end. So it depends on how mama feels. If, um, you're feeling okay, we might still be using some lighter dumbbells, but by the end, um, sometimes even month eight, we just are down to body weight cause it just feels better. So it really is up to you and how you're feeling to decide how intense you want to go with the training there. So, um, those are kind of the, in a nutshell, ways that we kind of work through pregnancy with Ayurveda and a little bit of fitness, um, thrown in there as well. So anyone has any questions on that? Let me know. I don't really have, um, a journal prompt. I would say a journal prompt would be to check in each month, like every month, just ask yourself how you're doing, um, and see, see what comes up. So that's what I have for you. If you guys have any questions, again, this is the area that I um, specialize in and geek out in. If anyone's in this um, area and they want to know more, just feel free to send me an email at andreaandreaclawson.com and I will um, hopefully be able to answer your question or guide you in the direction that can be of help and of service to you. All right, thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.